Hello, and welcome back to Cadence Podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by Mac Vannon. Mac is a touring and session drummer from Winnipeg. He currently plays in the bands Danger Fuzz, Pout, and Perfect Neighbors. He has also played with Bungalow, House Panther, Jay Wood, and Tusk. The album that influenced Mac most is Feels Like by Bully. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and thanks very much for listening. All right, hello and welcome to Cadence Podcast. Today I'm joined by Mac Vannon. Mac, thank you for coming to the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, all right, so on Cadence, we basically um, break down one or two specific albums that have somehow influenced you, whether it's through your music or just somehow in your life. So uh, you talked to me earlier and you said that your album is Feels Like by Bully. <laughs> So uh, I guess we'll just start with why, like, why this record? Why is this the one that influenced you most, and in what ways did it influence you? Okay, well, I I play music, um, and I feel like every musician has certain albums that speak to them on a level where it's either like the upbringing or like the recording process or just like the songs itself, the styles or what the artist going through. Um, and this bully, uh, this band bully, really stood out to me. Uh, I met, I actually met them three years ago. They came to Winnipeg on tour with Jeff the Brotherhood, and this was before they really broke out. Um, they had a very small following, and just an EP. And I really got into them. And soon after, they put out this album, Feels Like, which had a lot of same the same songs from the EP, and it was very real like raw kind of music it was relatable um just talked about things like having a dream and wanting to go for that um like dealing with things like relationships too um just things like i was relating to at the time and i probably still do it's probably one of my favorite albums that reason um and even like their processing behind the album like they do things very DIY like the uh, singer and uh, lead guitarist Alicia she went to like music production school and stuff and like just wanted to record all her albums very to how she wants to Um, the song the album was recorded to tape in a studio so instead of like um, being at a big digital work studio where, oh, we can just like fill that in or splice things together and kind of do all that. She had the means to record onto tape, which means um, you kind of need to be really good at the songs going into it. You can't just fix things in post. Yeah. Um, and she wanted to do it because she said, oh, it's like raw, it's real. When you have like those little kind of mix-ups or whatever, um, you kind of, it kind of adds to it, mm-hmm. it, the personality of the album. And in a way, the album sounds very real, um, not overproduced, and, like, relatable. And when I was doing an album last year, I kind of wanted the same thing. Like, we didn't have the means to do it to tape, because um, that costs lots of money <laughs> and like resources we don't have yeah. but 
I guess like the modern um, cheaper way of doing that is just recording things in your basement with whatever you have to record with um, and DIY too and we had a buddy come in and help with production and stuff but we did everything like probably like the hardest way ever to record like we didn't have any monitors or anything so it was very just like guesswork and even if we messed up on a song we still kind of we kept the take and it's like actually that's growing on me I like that now it kind of adds some character and it's not all because I I have a I have trouble like relating to music that's too perfect yeah I don't think music's a thing that should be perfect it Mm -hmm. should be flawed a little bit and I feel like Bully um, is just a very real band and like they stand up for like they have like things they stand for and like quality they stand for and uh, just they just want to make the music they do and like it's kind of like up to whoever to decide if they want to like follow that I guess which is kind of like what I like too yeah and that seemed to kind of be a like I think that the imperfection of like just doing recording it straight to tape like I think that also f- seemed to fit in with the like the themes of the album, like to me, and you know even like because there's like the song "Bully" on the album, which is like face like you're your own bully, like you're facing your own issues. So yeah, I totally know what you see. You're, you mean by that for sure. Um, so is this? So this is their. This is like their debut album, right? Like yeah, they, they had the EP. So is this just their only album that they have, or they just released a new one? Okay. Um, is it like a similar kind of sound? It's yeah. I, th- I feel like this one's even more raw in a oh. way. Um, it's called Losing. Okay. They just released it. Um, yeah, it's it's different, but for if you follow their last two releases, then you would really like it. And it's one of those albums I had to listen to a couple times before being like, yeah, because you kind of pay attention to. With Bully, it was a lot of like the songwriting, the lyrics, and like obviously they have good hooks and everything like good bands do, and they have great musicians a part of it. Um, but it kind of talks. Um, the new one kind of talks more into like um, the kind of anxieties that come with like being on the road all the time and like maybe not knowing what's coming next, um, being excited and kind of like nervous about it too and kind of, I don't know, living in this new world of music where things are so different mm-hmm. and they're an American band, they're from Nashville and uh like there's lots of like political like uh, yeah. <laughs> things going on in the US yes. that like everyone's having difficulties like relating to or like um dealing with and I feel like this album is like kinda like a good hey, listen to this album, like we'll be strong, we'll yeah. get we'll get <laughs> through like these hard times and yeah. I I really like that. Um So does this record relate more like, does it influence you more, like, within your music, like, with the bands you play with? Or is it more, like, your personal, like, you know, as you said with this with this newer one, how it's, like, you know, going on the road and dealing with the anxieties of that. So is it more with your personal 
personal feelings or is it more like musically like you you like the, the the style and the genres um or is it kind of both it's a bit of both yeah honestly um i relate a lot to what's like sung about in the album feels like there's a song called milkman and it's like oh i could be a milkman um wouldn't that be great but i kind of want to get up and do what i want to It's kind of like we were talking in the car today on the way yeah. here. It's like, oh, I could, like, I really want to go and play music, but it's like, but I could just be like, I could be a marketer or whatever. Yeah. I could, I could just do that, yeah. right? But am, does that is that really what I want to do? Mm-hmm. Right? No, I want to do this, and I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be a milkman as long as I can, <laughs> while while I'm also trying to be like a musician. Yeah. I also love how she used like milkman just because like they're so like. You know, yeah, they don't exist. They don't exist anymore. It's <laughs> yeah. just hilarious to me that that's um, the yeah. That that was always like that was probably my favorite song mm-hmm. on the album was Milkman. Um, I really liked what was the first song as well. Really, um, I remember. Yeah, yeah, that one's it's all very, about you know relationships, right? And, and yeah, negative relationships and also the positive things that you remember, but the negative things. But it's such an aggressive song. Mm-hmm. I think that just kicked it off really cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> I like I, that one. I feel like is. Uh, like obviously I don't know these people, but yeah. like you just relate to the lyrics, and it's like probably bad relationship, right? Um, and you're just like going over like things that kind of you, you remember from the relationship, and it's like uh, I remember your old, I remember your uh, my old habits. I remember getting too fucked up. I remember throwing up in your car, stuff like that. This is very like specific. Yeah, things. Yeah. I remember when I met your dad. I remember. I remember all about your mom. I know what you do on Christmas stuff. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's like you were in a long term relationship with somebody and it didn't work out or whatever. And like it's kind of just like mm-hmm. and to make that like your title, your, not your title, but like your first track on an album. It's like, hey, look at me now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's cool because it seemed like the first verse seemed more like the negative sides of a relationship and like oh man like this sucked and I like regret it but then the second one it's all you know I remember your mom and dad I remember Christmas like it seems like it's like oh but like you know I also remember like these things that were also kind of good and mm-hmm. like yeah so so but you know there's these two songs are there any of the ones other ones that like stick out to you that have you know that you just re- yeah like there's I picked this album because like there's so many that and it's such a tight album too like yeah. it's only I think 10 songs and there was the uh they added another one from there I think it was like a bonus track or whatever. So yeah, they had one from their old. Their, they had a few from their first EP, their EP. that they re put on here. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a good like six or seven new songs on the album that were like they re re recorded okay. the old ones too. Um, oh, I'm just trying to like I'm just looking through them right now. Yeah. Um, it's just such a yeah. I just. It was such a it was such a cool lesson because it was just I think it's about thirty five minutes and it's just very tight. There didn't seem to be any filler really. Like yeah. there was no songs in there that um, I don't think I think they wanted every song to be on there. Like there was nothing there that seemed like it maybe was just added. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they all kind of had a purpose for sure to like drive the album, whether it was musically or lyrically through these different themes. Because yeah. I think the whole uh, you know it, to me it seemed like there was you know the themes of you know yeah the past relationships and dealing with your own like issues because like bully like it's like your own like bully that you're trying to like 
get through and mm-hmm. beat. <laughs> yeah. And like, I feel like a lot of bands pander to things going on right now. Like, it's like, oh, we'll use these hooks or this kind of song structure because that's how it, like the traditional pop song is structured. And that's like, oh, that's what's radio friendly and stuff. And it, I feel like if a band like this were to do that, it'd be like almost an injustice. Yeah. So it like that all these songs are very real. Nothing's just like, this was for the label. This is like our designated single or whatever. It's like, no, these are songs that we wrote, we believe in, we want to put out. And like, to me, like putting out music, like I don't want to personally, I don't want to put anything out I don't believe in or mm-hmm. can relate to or, um, see my like see myself like look back to the songs and be like ah oh, man like that wasn't the best song it could have been better or whatever i don't want to ever think that way mm-hmm. um but I, like you always like you always like learn and get better at writing and whatnot and i think it's easy for a band you know like a band like bully isn't you know huge hugely known right and they're trying to make themselves make themselves bigger and you know get more popular so i admire that that they didn't i think it'd be easier to make songs that are more pop um, you know, radio friendly with these, you know, typical song structures because that way they can get more appeal. But to them, that's not what they want to do. So mm-hmm. they're trying to like juggle the line of, you know, gain popularity but also keep writing what you want to write, which is super cool to me. <laughs> exactly. So how did you like <clears throat> find out like about this band? Was it just because they came to Winnipeg and you met them and then you kind of took off from there with them? Or Yeah, pretty much. Um, like the whole... I. Jeff the Brotherhood was like one of my favorite bands ever. Mm-hmm. And they're from Nashville. Bully's from Nashville. They kind of jumped on a tour with them. Um, I think Bully didn't really do much. Um, I don't I don't know for sure. But like they obviously played lots in the U.S. and in the area. They did like South By and stuff. Um, and when they went on tour with Jeff, they had like 4,000, 5,000 followers on Facebook or whatever that noticed. So I saw them and I, I got into them. I listened to their EP and then uh, I met them. I met the singer. Um, and it's 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 a cool band. Like if you go on YouTube and just search like Bully Live or whatever. Because um, like on the recording, it's very different than how they are live um, in a good way. I don't think bands should be exactly how they are on the album because that gives like the audience like no incentive to go see them live it's like oh if they're just as good it's even be worse if they're worse than on in real life than on the album because like oh like disappointing but they're i i think they're better live um but it's also for like i feel like live and and on an album are kind of like different realms Mm -hmm. it's like live you want to put on a show it should be different it should be exciting an album it's like you kind of want that consistency when you're kind of just like i want to bring back this mood i was feeling or these memories that I had when I was listening to this album or like something familiar just to kind of like cope with my stresses going on right now kind of thing. Right. Um, but live, like they really caught my eye because, um, it's a four piece band. Um, drums were super simple set up in the back. That's what I noticed right away because I'm a drummer. Mm -hmm. Um, and they had the guitar player, bass player, and Alicia was in the middle. And I think she had like this, turquoise green guitar or something she had long kind of bleached hair and she's not like a very she's a very like small woman um and but like her voice is so big 
and grungy and just can get so loud so she can do like the kind of like soft kind of verse stuff and then when you go to the chorus she's just like belting it out and like I was standing like right in, right at the it was at the Goodwill so like right in front of her I'm just like holy <laughs> shit <laughs> like this is this is really cool like it, it just kind of wasn't expected almost like from live um, now every time I see like videos of them I'm just like like so much energy so much power is coming from this person and it's it's inspiring and uh yeah she's just like the coolest person i talked to her after i'm like hey can i have a photo and she's like yeah sure and it was totally cool and um yeah probably inspiring you know like as a performer who you know you you go out on the, on the road with different bands and you want to you know try to bring that energy every night yeah yeah it was definitely like super inspiring and after meeting them and like even things all the things they believe in as a band like politically and just like um like ethically like mm -hmm. to me ethics are really important so um like she wears like this like uh shirt at these festivals because like sea world kills oh, yeah. so she's like adamant against like animal cruelty and like in in uh they're in like tennessee like nashville and uh she's always like on instagram they're always like make, make sure you go out and vote like vote for who you believe in like it's a scary world but like vote for who you believe because like your vote matters and stuff yeah. so stuff like that i feel like is important just to kind of you know mm -hmm. have encouragement or like using your platform to kind of do good almost um without like pushing a narrative i guess yeah without trying to pander maybe yeah in different ways you know? i feel like they're just saying like hey like because some, sometimes that can come across as um, kind of disingenuous, I think, where it's like, oh, look, we have the statement and, like, you know, you have to follow it. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think it's more like, go vote. Yeah. More, more like, don't vote Democrat or, like, yeah, yeah, vote yeah. Republican. It's yeah. like, just go vote. Because, yeah, it's important. It, it, it's important. Yeah. It matters. And it's, like, anywhere you are. Like, mm -hmm. there's elections all over. Yeah. Um, so even stuff like that, it's, like, relate. Maybe a lot of music relates a lot to kind of things that have been going on like in the UK and in, the, in uh, yeah. Canada and in the US more so. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. And then, um, yeah, so after I met them, I followed them and like a couple months later, they're on Conan. Yeah, they, I saw They, I played, saw that, they yeah. played on Conan. It's pretty crazy how these groups get like, even I remember, you know, there's that pop star, if you know, if you know her, uh, Alicia Cara or whatever. Yeah. She's like, yeah. This might be off track, but it's like I, I, she, she was on Fallon like randomly before she had anything. She's like this Canadian girl, and I don't. She was on Fallon, and like right after that, it's like boom, right? She that single goes to the top of the charts, and now she's like huge. And it's like it's, it's interesting to me how these bands get, you know, how they get the the recognition to get on a, on a late night show like that, and then the things that could do for them. Yeah. So were they on like that was probably like after their after this record, so like 2015. Yeah, like they put out this album feels like and then they did like a big tour and they went i think all over the world mm. um and they went on conan and stuff and like since they they play like all the festivals like they played like bonnaroo oh yeah and like south by and pitchfork and like their style really fits in with all those festivals mm -hmm. kind of like grungy guitar music loud like yeah definitely kinda, yeah and, I've only seen them one time. Mm -hmm. 
I'd love to see him again. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, since they, you know, have come here before. Yeah. Hopefully that'll if they if they come on if they come back or whatever. I want to see him now. <laughs> I'm friends with this one band, Dead Soft. They're from Vancouver, and on that same tour that they're on with Jeff, they played in Vancouver with Dead Soft. They did Vancouver and Victoria both with them, mm-hmm. and they made friends with them. And then Jeff got onto, I mean, uh, Dead Soft got onto Jeff the Brotherhood's label, Infinity Cat, in Nashville, and they put out some music. And Bully made friends with them, and then Bully brought them on tour in the U.S. Oh, I see. And then, like, I think they played that tour, and then I played with Dead Soft when they came back here, like, last year. And I was just, like, talking to them, like, so I wasn't, like, like on tour with Bully. Like, that was, that was just been really cool. Yeah. And uh, they were here a few days ago with the Dirty Nell, but I missed it because I was working. But, darn. Darn yeah. Costco. But it, <laughs> if... Uh, yeah, if Bully comes back, like mm-hmm. I'd one, I'd want to play with them. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sweet. But I just want to like see him and be like, "Hey, I saw you like four years ago or five yeah. years ago now," and like I just like, yeah, yeah, it's cool to kind of see. I'm like so happy that you took off. Like, and it's cool to see bands like not on like a kind of douchey like, "Oh, I saw them first and just like a band that you saw and you're yeah. like, "Wow, they're amazing," and to see them like genuinely. Yeah, actually, actually get, get some traction and, yeah and make it yeah and that's kind of like what you hope like, especially you as a musician right because like it's, it's yeah it'd be like inspiring to be like yeah yeah it's kind of like in. yeah it's like wow like okay just keep trying because it's gonna something it, it, it could happen right yeah. so um it's got to take every opportunity that comes your way i guess and i've been doing that personally mm-hmm. and uh yeah just like yeah definitely. keep trying <laughs> And, you know, you, as a musician, you know, you seem to have a very, like, eclectic music taste with, you know, a lot of different records that I'm sure have inspired you. Um, is there, like, a, is there a reason why this one specifically? Is it just because the whole, the whole impact with seeing them live and everything on why this one kind of stuck out to you more? Like, are there any other records that you can kind of just maybe off the top of your head that have also impacted you and maybe this one, why this one specifically more so? Um, yeah, well, it's... Records are one thing. Rec- like a record is um, kind of like I feel like it's very like takes me back to the period I was listening to the record. Mm-hmm. And bands I see as like the inspiration, kind of like where they came from, what they did with like um, what they had and everything. So there's lots of there's lots of bands that inspire me, like who are very like kind of same kind of they made it kind of like black keys and stuff mm-hmm. like they started in a basement they were they did all their albums diy too and they they just like sent out a record and someone took them on before they even had a show right and they got a label record label for them at their first gig which i always thought was like really fucking cool yeah definitely. but um and it, it was like but like i've never as much as i love that band i never got to see them live right or in any time, any chance I would get to see them live was when they were playing like MTS and all this stuff, and they're already rock stars. Mm-hmm. And to see Bully kind of like pre all that, like not that they're playing uh, the MTS Center or anything, but they're playing huge festival stages and whatnot. And to kind of see them like as much as you could like before, like the thing they had to come to winnipeg so it's kind of out of the way for a nashville <laughs> band so they, they had lots of traction before they came here obviously um but just to like see that 
from there to where they are now. And that alone just inspired me a lot. And it was, and the music, it related to me. And the style was a style I like and that I try to take inspiration from. Yeah, and it's and you know with some some of your bands, it's just, you know listening to it, I'm like, oh yeah, I can definitely like, I can see that for sure. And uh, yeah, it just when you ask me like one album is hard to pick one album, but I feel like oh I picked a band who I've experienced live, I met them, I've listened to them for a long a long time, and I can always go back to this record and when I'm working or whatever and put it in my ear and listen to it like six times in a row. And like takes you back to that. Yeah, it just takes you time. back, and I feel like albums like the last like six years or whatever when I just been listening to music a lot for inspiration or whatever. I'll listen to a certain album and it'll take me back to kind of what I was doing when I was listening to that for the first time or whatever. And like you, you remember all the lyrics still, and you're um, you just kind of it's like nice nostalgia for. Uh, that's what I. That's what I love about music. Kind of to everyone, it means something out different, mm-hmm. and everyone can have their own relation to the songs. And when Alicia wrote these songs, like it was very personal to her. She had her own story she's writing about, um, but she also wrote them in a way that it's relatable. So like everyone can interpret it in their own way, mm-hmm. right? Like if you wrote a, if you wrote a song called like Justin. And it was like, like screw you, Justin. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's like... it, was, it was very just like, and like, if I wrote that song, and I'm in Winnipeg, like small town, it's like, oh, he wrote this song about Justin. Like everyone knows. Sorry that. to all the Justins out there. <laughs> yeah. It's like no, it. it but yeah, no, I know what you mean. To kind of write, to kind of write in a point where it's like kind of for the people, it's it's hard to write when you know who's gonna be listening to it, right? Because I can write a song, and then someone in like Vancouver can listen to it, and they don't know me, right? So they can listen to it and just be like, "Oh yeah, I can like relate to that." But if you know the person, so like I write a song and you listen to it, you know about my life. So it's like, "Oh, is he writing about this person?" So it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's hard to do that, um, especially when like an album would go big or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like the whole world's like singing along to this song. Yeah. And it's like, "Hey, screw you, Justin." <laughs> so um, yeah, that's true because you could like literally just write songs about like actual literal people and experiences and just like basically write a book (laughs) like you know so i think it's a hard it's a hard line to draw where it's like yeah like obviously these things happen to her and she's dealt with whoever this person she's talking about in that first song and other songs um you know obviously there is a person and it's a real person but yeah you have to still draw the line between like you know expressing yourself but also like making it relatable so anybody can listen to that and be like oh I, yeah that's true like I was in that situation too mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and that that's like I'm writing songs now again and I'm trying to I'm trying to be more like that like more kind of like abstract I guess where it's like all that whoever's listening kind of fill in the blanks for themselves mm-hmm. like try not to be so obvious about what I'm writing about which is like really hard because I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not the best writer. I'm better at playing drums than I am at writing lyrics. But um, it's just practice. So yeah, definitely. But I definitely take like a lot of inspiration from like their songwriting and mm-hmm. lyric writing and storytelling and 
I like how the album's kind of like a story. And yeah. I feel like good al- good albums are ones you can listen to over and over again, just like good movies or movies you can watch a thousand times without getting bored. Even though you know you know what's coming, mm-hmm. you can you can say all the lines in your head, but you you still like you're, in- you're entertained by it. So yeah, and still maybe even no- even notice um, like a few differences as well. Be like, oh yeah, like that's yeah. there too. Yeah, because there's a lot of albums that I'll listen to like you know thousands of times, and it's like oh, in this song at this specific moment, there's this little chord or something that I didn't notice before. Yeah, yeah. which is like, oh. It's nice. Yeah, definitely. Well, Mac, thank you very much for joining me today. Thanks for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. Yeah, well, go make sure to check out Bully. I just, I, I just checked them out from this, this recommendation from Mac, and I was, I was actually like very surprised. I'm like, this is really cool. Yeah, so for sure, go check it out, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want to give a big thank you to Mac for joining me. Be sure to follow Cadence on Instagram and Facebook at Cadence Podcast for more information on the guests and albums that we discuss. I'm going to start posting more music news and opinion pieces on these platforms, as well as some curated playlists, so be sure to follow so you don't miss anything. Again, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.